This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yeah, and he they had a they had a little bit. He he got a little bit more of a run, uh, just from what I noticed. Yeah, and he he contributed in the the special teams game, the return he's, game yeah, this week. Do, yeah. yeah, and so, but I mean, even more had a bigger impact this week than he's had. Uh, you know, a lot of times recently, and so, um, yeah, I I do. My only thing is, I I kind of wonder. I'm trying to think of a a good example. Um, that I, I would lean, you know, a, a guy that it reminds me of is, um, do you remember like a guy like Richard Lee or, uh, Derek Blaylock for the chiefs years mm-hmm. ago, or guys yeah. like that, the guys who, when you use them in spurts and in certain situations, they're really effective and really efficient. And you say, but Let's you play them, them long term and they're no good, but it's like, you know what? Sometimes it's, that's the best way to maximize what you yeah. can get out of them is by, by using them in these spots. And that's why they look so efficient because if you just put them out there full time, it's not necessarily look, look that good. So I like what I've seen from Turpin. I don't know that if, on an every snap basis, Turpin looks as exciting to us. If he's out there all the time, having to run the complete route tree and be in there on every play. I think the way they use him right now, I'm comfortable with the amount of work that he gets. What about you? I, you know what I, I well I brought it up. I kind of feel like though when he's involved, he's showing me more than what Tolbert's showing me. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he is. That, I, and I wonder if it. I wonder if the the coaching staff is like, you know, we saw some big time returns today from him. And we've seen some big time run after catch stuff with him. He, you know, he had the touchdown catch, the the really the best play they had against the 49ers he yep. made. I wonder if he, in the coach's eyes, is now gone ahead of Tolbert for opportunities. It may be the case. Look, I thought yeah. that early on the season, you were starting to see some building blocks with Tolbert and his confidence level. And I thought that he was improving and I thought that right. was encouraging. It has been, it, it seems to have, I don't want to say regressed. He seems to have stalled out a little bit. And and maybe that's a, a function of, you know, the, a lot of the struggles that they've had on offense, period. And then in recent weeks when things have clicked, he's just not been part of that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wonder because, you know, we there's a lot of people, and, and not just the fans, but there were a lot of people that were asking the questions about Michael Gallup. Should Tolbert get more of a more looks than Michael Gallup gets? And now it seems like, hey, should Turpin get more looks than Tolbert. And that's kind of where, at least for today, at least for today, that's how it appeared to me that they had him on the field earlier than what they had with with Tolbert. And, and watch when you get to the numbers, the all 22 will be the same amount of plays. <laughs> no, it, I, just, it just appeared to me that nine was more involved than 18 today. That's That's kind of, and maybe it's because of the returns and stuff. But now, offensively, now his, his, I was looking at formations, and I kept seeing nine out there. 
Yeah, you know? that, and and that's totally possible. I think, um, like like I because I just didn't notice Tolbert at all. Uh, honestly, yeah. today there was there was motion er, early on. There was a stop, slant. Motion was a, back. Yeah. yeah, there was a slant. He got early. Um, but other than that, I, I hadn't noticed Tolbert very much in this game at all. I think Kendrick ate him up on that one slant. I think it yeah, was it was, it was on the first or second yeah. drive. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. the offensive line you mentioned the first mm. three dropbacks. There were three sacks. One of them didn't count mm. because of an illegal contact. But I felt like this might be a complete disaster dropping back today. And then actually, what it turned out, I saw Next Gen Stats had this. This was actually the lowest pressure rate of the season for Dak I know. Prescott. It's crazy. And so they they turned it around, man. It's kudos, crazy. Kudos to Chuma Doga for this is two times now, maybe three, but it's definitely two where he has started out a game looking like he may have to get pulled. He did yeah. it against Arizona too. He looked awful the first couple drives in Arizona and he rallied. He rallies and he made the the technical tweaks necessary with the cross chop because they were trying to hit him. Hoyt was just hitting him over yeah. and over with that cross chop early and it looked like he was never going to block it. He he figured things out. He figured out the timing. He figured out when to, you know, uh, block the hands, when to stab. Like, he figured out everything technically that he needed to to counter it, and things slowed down for him. And so I, I, I was really impressed with how Chuma Doga battled. And, you know, is he the best player in the world? No. Is he somebody I necessarily want starting every game on an offensive line? Nope. Um, but I, I have a deep respect for the way that he fights when he's in there. What? Yeah, with with the situation with Tyron Smith, you know, and and you were doing work with uh, with Jane Slater this morning on the NFL Network. Yep. And I know Jane ran into Tyron. Was it pregame or something yep. like that? I don't know. I hope ran it ran into is a generous way to say it. She okay, ran. Well, she I, ran. She ran up to. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't want to get Jane in trouble. No, no, I know we're just playing because she she does a hell of a job with the she NFL does. Network. And and she was tweeting out that it was really, really, really close that Tyron Smith was going to play yep. in this game. And so I know there were a lot of people. But now it's three games, right, Bobby? Three mm-hmm. games we've seen. And, you know, we'll see what happens this week. I, I want to believe that Tyron Smith will play. Maybe he gets the strength back in that shoulder. That's what happens when that stinger, you lose all that strength in there. So, But Adoga, I'm going to have to admit – I did not want him to play. When this season started, what I saw at training camp and playing at tackle, and then I'm like, why? Well, you got Tyler Smith. Just put Tyler Smith out there and let him play left tackle, figure out the guard situation. Let Adoga play the guard. But he is, you know what? He has done a, a, done a nice job. He really has. Yeah. You're right. It was not good. It was not pretty early. But I guarantee I'm going to grade 65 or so plays tomorrow, and he was probably only bad on three of them or two of them. You know, and they were all and, the, on the first drive, probably and all the first drive, Rob. Yeah, yeah. But it is something where it, that's interesting. I can't recall a, a, an instance of a player doing something like that where they look like the worst player on the field for the first drive in a couple different games, and then they just they correct and they and, was, and they figure it was, out. What was the one game? Was there the Giants game last year in New York or at the Meadowlands where uh, CD looked bad for a half, and then the second yeah, half he just yeah. completely torched it, took over the game. Yeah, he wasn't good 
I think I've got that right. Yeah, it was. It was the, the second half. He was yeah. really good. Yeah, he he took over the game in the third quarter. I think it was the last yeah. drive of the third quarter. Really turned things around. And and similarly, but man, this goes from like it's like seeing Chaz Green on the field against Atlanta in two different games. Now that was scary. To a solid performance, it looked like in, in I can't, which, I which can't, to make that flip in the middle of a game is wild. I can't bury to me. him. But I can't the, bury this guy. I no, he's 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 a fighter. I'll give him, I'll give him a ton of credit the, for that. To the point, Bobby, where I'm like, with Tyron Smith's situation the way it is, I'm kind of like I'm now more worried about Chuma Doga's situation. You know, are we gonna yeah. are we gonna hear tomorrow from Mike McCarthy? Uh, well, Chuma Doga has a sprained knee and he'll be out, you know, three to five weeks, or you know, I or I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm concerned because. Not, nothing against Awesome Richards, but Awesome Richards ain't ready to play right now. No, he ain't ready to play. And no, Chumadoga Ch- has four years under his belt that Awesome Richards doesn't have. Right, and and you know that's fair. That's fair. But now, now, I'm, I'm, would you at this point, given the depth issues, I know I texted you and Zach this during the post game show. Trade would you at this tackle. point? No, no, no. Just at this point, would your approach be if you're in the draft room, just like I don't care oh, how I good see. I feel about my offensive line, I'm picking yeah. one in the top 100 every year. Yeah, what about what about our guys though? They, haven't they tried to do that? Matt, well, let's go ball. That's not quite top one hundred though. It's uh, it's it's early fourth. Wait, one was a fourth, right? Who ball was uh, ball and ball I think well, let's fourth? go both were fourth. Yeah, yeah, like don't mid to late. Like, fourth. Don't act don't act like fourth mid to late. Picks don't fourth. matter. Mid to late fourth. That's different than ninety. Okay, you're talking about like in the. Third, Chaz Green was a third round grade, wasn't he? Third round player. Yeah, that didn't work out. That's why I said just like because of the lack of depth in it, like just throw as many darts sure. as you can at it consistently. I think this team is really good drafting early linemen, though. I, I yeah. really do. They've I done do well with it. They've done well with it. But I, uh, I think that you always have to. You know what, Bobby? You, you make a really good point. I think it, what every time you get in the third round, take an offensive lineman. You know, just First like you're round, just like the yeah. second round is your blue you star know, special. The third you, round is your you offensive know, lineman. Pick round. 86. You're going to take a you're going to take an offensive line center guard tackle. Doesn't matter. Just get me, a, get me more lineman depth. Get me yeah. get, get me more Connor McGovern's. If I had six Connor McGovern's, then I could, uh, you know, I, I could weather these things a little bit better. Uh, I, but they've done a good job. I mean, if you look at I, I think that I think awesome Richards is going to be a good player for. you. Yeah. Yeah. I just is. don't think it's right early. now. I mean, he is very fortunate he did not get called for holding on the Cooks touchdown. He's got to get stronger. Much like that, stronger. That, that, it, that's going to take time. Yeah, that's going to take time. I mean, a lot of these guys get into the NFL Looks. weight room. Connor Williams had the same thing happen. Connor Williams, Connor Williams to get, still ain't strong, I don't think. He, he's not strong, but he's he's light years ahead of where he was as a rookie. Each oh, year, yeah. it's just the, yeah. getting it. I, I, I wish I could adequately explain to people the jump that people or, or the difference in going from yeah. a college weight room to an NFL weight room and NFL like program diet. Yeah, and some of the else, weight rooms different. in college are damn nice. You ever been to Alabama? Yeah, well, okay. Bama. You ever but, been to Texas? But, but, but That's North Carolina, school. we're talking North Carolina. North Carolina has a damn good weight not, room. Don't UNC, tell that about UNC Matt is, Brown. UNC is not, so, um, look, like you said, Texas, you're saying, I know you're Matt saying the basketball weight rooms, the basketball weight rooms gym is better than the football weight rooms gym. Look, uh, I, I mean, we could ask Jesse Holly. Say, hey, when you were on both teams, what was it that? Uh, I w- went, which room? I you- went. 
when Greg Ellis was coming out, that's 1998. Mm-hmm. I think they had a brand new facility. I know that's a million years ago, but I, I think that I think that North Carolina has probably upgraded their facility since then. Some I would of these hope college. So. If you told me that we were at directional, here's the, here's the thing. There's also different. State, there, there, I would, I would probably no, agree. No, with here's you. here's what I will say though, because this absolutely is the case. Even where the weight rooms are similar, or you have good strength coaches, what yeah. you don't have is you don't have the nutrition angle that the NFL does. That's true, and that, and that I mean that's that's a big very true component to that. That's um, very true. Now, really quickly here, just before we wrap up, defensive side of the ball today, Duran Bland, another pick six. That's three on the year for him. He is Why tied for the team the lead. Okay. Tied for the team lead in touchdowns. Would you give Deron Bland Michael Gallup snaps at receiver, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> Is he tied? You said he's tied for the lead for touchdowns. He he he's tied for the team lead in touchdowns with Ceedee Lamb. It's Ceedee Lamb and Deron Bland. I will say this, and I was like, I asked Brad Cham this question post game. I said, "Why, if you're watching tape, would you throw the ball at Deron Bland?" He says, "Yeah, but did you see what happened in the Chargers game? A couple of double moves." He got picked on Allen, a little. and I'm like, wow, I just forgot about all that, didn't I? I? I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. And, and look, that's one blip on an otherwise really stellar season from Durant. He's Bland, been really good. Yeah. Now, do you... Probably do a reason you, why I would trade for a corner. Do you think that was the intel? Like, when we talked about that Chargers oh, game? Like, do you think it. Nussmeyer and Moore saw enough at practice to know, I know exactly yeah. how to get this guy that the NFL yeah. doesn't know how to get him? Yeah. It's so. a, there, there's there's and an and there's I think an the Rams I think the Rams thought the same thing. I think the Rams thought our quarterback's not going to miss those throws. You know. By the way, I, is Sean McVay Zach Wolchuk, who who you host the post game show with and who you co host with on the G Bag Nation, probably the biggest fan of Sean McVay in the NFL. That he's, uh, he, actually he's, it's Eric Chiafalo. No, it, well I know. Eric calls him Sean McSex, but Sean McSex. Yeah. But and I, I get him. Walchuk, I got him. Walchuk, tra- Walchuk has always said that he thinks it's outrageous that people don't believe McVay's the best coach in football, that he's like, oh. he's he's way better than Shanahan. That, that's it. That's Ooh. his belief. Now, yeah. here's the thing. We can no longer call him a genius, Brian, because he is officially the dumbest coach in football for when your quarterback had a thumb injury. You said, let's run a two point conversion where we throw him the ball to catch that, it. That was that was. That was the end of the day for that man. What he had the hell was Sean McVay? Philly especially got it though. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Adrian Hill, the official today. Yeah. Thought he called a solid game. I thought his crew did a good job today. He. I'm not just saying that because the Cowboys won. No, nothing egregious. I thought that he lets you. That guy lets you play a little. The one I will say that I thought the Cowboys got bailed out. That was a very slight. Oh yeah, that that was was a very slight redirect on the illegal contact. But you know, overall. Let overall. him play, ref. Yeah, no, overall, play. overall did a good job. Not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, we mentioned Bland had a really good game. I think also there's one sack here, but I, I thought this was a pretty dominant game overall from Micah Parsons on the first view, and I thought he was really good How in this game. him playing in the middle a lot today? Yeah. Kind of the middle rush. Yeah. Middle, you know, very, you know, very – I bet it was late in the game. Well, okay, it was late in the third, and or he was out on the field. Like they they had full on started. This is subbing. this has happened a lot. This is it, so weird I, I don't me, think he man. comes off. I think they just have a hard. To, it's the it's the old Jason Witten thing. He doesn't want he doesn't want to stand over there and watch. I remember I was talking to somebody with the Cowboys about Jason Witten yeah. uh, years ago, and they said, uh, "Yeah, does does Jason need to come off the field sometimes?" And he doesn't. Yeah, but you go tell him he has to get off the field. Yeah. Like you you see if you have better success than we do, telling him he's got to come off. 
That's just and so Micah just, may be similar. Micah may just be like, no, I'm not. Good luck. You'll get 12 men in the huddle. I'm not moving. 